You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime fruits basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing episode 22, which is called Because I Was Happy. <laughs> and we're just going to jump right into it because as it turns out, this this episode covered chapter 51 of the manga, which we've covered in our most recent episode. So we just <laughs> talked about it. Kayla and I literally just talked about it. Yeah. But by the magic of editing and time, it's like two days apart <laughs> or something like yeah. that. Um, it's a, a very accurate adaptation. So I, I would say it's like a direct <laughs> adaptation, like a direct lift. Like I watched it and I was like, okay, okay, and like I want to go back. I had to make notes very quickly because I procrastinated. But um, I mean, it was very like emotional. One thing. Well, we'll talk about it. But let me just do a quick summary, like we always do. It's gonna be really quick this time. If you want to listen to the detailed discussion of the manga of this you could listen to our most recent episode if you didn't already mm-hmm. and it's like gonna be somewhere in the second half yeah <laughs> if you're not reading the i guess if you're not reading the manga at all then maybe don't listen to it because there's another chapter that we covered that hasn't been animated yet but mm-hmm. um if you're but, listening to both yeah. then that you probably or already, if you're if not you're, bothered by spoilers yeah or if you're not bothered by spoilers feel free to listen to any mm-hmm. of them but yeah um but yeah i guess if you're listening to reading the manga watching a review of something and they're like, I'm about to talk about spoilers. They're like, if you don't, if you're gonna play this game, don't listen to this part. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I can decide for myself if I want to spoil it. Like you just said, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> you gave me a warning. We give everybody about a 10 second warning before spoiler talk on this podcast. So, um, like I'm a grown ass adult, I can make my own entertainment decisions. You can skip straight through that like beautiful <laughs> ukulele music on this podcast if you want. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was a very, very direct adaptation, which is good. Even down to like the dialogue, I think was almost exactly the same. Usually, mm-hmm. sometimes we get some, some updates, but I didn't notice any significant changes. So, yeah. anyway, we're gonna do a quick summary. I'm gonna do it now. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> ready and break. All right, good. <laughs> the episode opens with Baby Hana walking through a park with her parents and her brother. She says that she hated going out as a child, and we seem to see why. As people pass her, their thoughts become. Um, she hears their thoughts, and they become distorted like the sound is distorted dark patches start to crowd over the scene and as more and more form hana crouches on the ground her mom runs over and tends to her and then decide to take her home and then we cut to the opening theme song was that a good pace so far (laughs) (laughs) so it could be faster could be faster i do like the dark so we talked about in our manga discussion how there's a use of these like black these dark darkened dialogue boxes that represent people's thoughts and in here like because we have sound, we can hear their thoughts, but they're, the sound is distorted, and then you mm-hmm. still see this, like, darkening effect um, whenever Hana hears other people's thoughts, so it's very interesting. Yeah. Or, like, they keep describing them as their thoughts, so she describes them as, like, people's hearts' thoughts a lot in the manga, which we kind of didn't talk about, now I'm just saying it out loud, yeah. but, like, it's their, um, their waves that come to her as thoughts, I guess, technically. Yeah. It's interesting that they all seem to be negative thoughts, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if they're, they're just overwhelmingly... Like, if they just overwhelm the positive ones, or... Maybe. Because that I bet, seems to well, be all she picks up on. That's true, and also people... I mean, like, people keep their negative thoughts to themselves, right? So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, you still would feel positive thoughts. <laughs> mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe not when you're bored in a park with your kid or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> like, um, no one's going like, oh, it's so nice out. <laughs> <laughs> I love the park! Yeah. <laughs> I love it! Look at these beautiful... This beautiful foliage and stuff, or whatever. It's like, boy, I sure love playing, spending time with my children. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's because no one loves spending time with their children, haven't you learned? (laughs) I mean, 
Um, also, like, we don't, we never hear, she says that she can hear her family's thoughts, but we never actually hear their thoughts. We didn't see them in the manga either. Mm -hmm. So, like, we never see Megumi's thoughts or her parents' thoughts, even in these scenes. So, you see, like, the kids from school and other people, but never her yeah. family. So, my assumption was that she's, like, used to them. So, she, Maybe. they're, like, they're dr Like, they're... even if she still hears them, she's, like, learned to kind of ignore them. Yeah. They're, like, stimulus that she's used to or whatever. Yeah. After the opening credits, at home, Megumi checks on Hana, who's laying on the couch. And then we have this, like, dark, dark, new piano music that plays in the background behind most of these scenes. So a lot of this episode, one thing I noticed is that the sound is uh, pretty different from other sound that we've heard in other episodes. Some of it was the same, but there's just a lot of, like, dark, kind of classical arrangement type music that we hear in a lot of these scenes. And the first one is this kind of, like, piano music that plays in the background. Um, her parents talk about what to do. And they don't know what to do, of course. They feel helpless with her, unable to understand her powers. So we cut to an elementary school, and boys tease her and call her a witch. The boys throw a newt in her bowl at lunch, and they hold her and try to get her to eat it, and they end up pushing her to the ground. We see the dark effect fill the screen again as Hano wonders, who's the bad one here? And she finally ends her thoughts with, you should just die, just die. And the boy suddenly falls to the floor. We cut back to home... Her parents talk and she overhears them. Hana says that she wanted him to die and then wonders why they don't take her to the police and her parents comfort her again. She decides after that day to wear black. Back at school, kids continue to tease her. We see them push her in a puddle and she feels like it's a punishment that she deserves. We see later that she's cleaning a rabbit pen at school during like recess or whatever. These kids run up like they're chasing a ball and she looks at them and they run away. Later, one of the kids falls and gets like a really bad cut on his knee. We cut to home after... Her parents talk about the child, he's being kept in the hospital, and Hana listens to them. Her brother Megumi, who's a little wee baby, comes up and talks to her, and he asks why she never says anything about being bullied, of course, and she looks away. Do you think you deserve it, he asks. I ought to be punished somehow, for me to so deeply and darkly wish for someone to die, she says. Or she thinks, I think. Partially says, partially thinks. <laughs> Do you think people exist to punish you, Megumi asks. Will you live your whole life that way? Megumi walks over to a window and he claps his hands together and prays. In this world filled with people, he says, it's not possible that there isn't one person that will cherish you, so please, whoever you are, come and meet her. Hana hugs Megumi, but she thinks the prayer will never be answered. So we cut to a scene at school. It's now middle school. You can see that their uniforms are different. It's the evening time, and we see three girls. It's like the room is quite dark, so it's really late after school. Like I don't know why they're all there, but <laughs> again, unsupervised, as we said in our <laughs> manga <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> Um, the girls hold her arm and burn her with a match. Hana sweats. You can see her sweating in her face and grimaces. She tries not to think of anything or get too angry. Please, I won't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt anyone. She thinks. Fortunately, a teacher finds them, and the girls say that they stopped her, of course, from burning herself. And the burn is clearly visible. So, like one change, of course, to this that we often see to the anime adaptation is that they're they're actually more violent. Like there's more. <laughs> things that are shown that are violent so we actually see hana's wound here we actually see her get pushed to the floor in this in the scene earlier where the boys try to make her eat a newt those things were like sort of shown in the manga but they're cut off like we never see the burn on her arm we never mm -hmm. see like the bandages after so there's the things that are kind of like amped up in the anime adaptation just as an example we saw this also in momiji's episode too where we where they talked about momiji's mother yeah. We saw her actually stab herself. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. So another dark thing that was really kind of amped up. 
The teacher finds some of the girls say, of course, they stopped her. The burn is clearly visible in her arm. And Hana thinks after all of that, thank goodness no one was hurt. At home again, her parents, um, seeing, I think, seeing the burn on her arm this time and obviously having the understanding that she's the one who's getting bullied, they resolve to move and they tell her not to give up yet. At a new school, she gets sassed for wearing um, black nail polish to school. You want me to remove my, my badge of sin? Hana asks the teacher. <laughs> and she's like, what a strange adult. <laughs> we have the same scene of the, the other kid in the class being like, Hana, his nails are black. And the teacher's like, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> Even in a new environment, Hana has, is, resolves to avoid people to get too close to them. At lunch that day, Toru, of course, serves her, and then she gets sassed for holding up the line because she talks to Hanajima for so long. Uh, Hana goes to try to sit by herself, but Uo calls to her, Hey, transfer student, you're going to sit alone? That bothers me. And then um, Hana pushes her into a seat, and of course, they give her the nickname Hana-chan in Kyoko's absence. <laughs> it's the same scene from before where she's like, Hanajima, Hanajima, if Kyoko was here, then you'd be Hana-chan or whatever, and it's very cute. Hana says that no good. Hana tries to leave and says that no good will come of hanging out with her. And Toru panics and says, No good will come from being with her either. You'd probably get double the pain from me, Uo adds. You guys are weird, Hana says. And they're like, We get that a lot in unison, which was really charming. In, mm-hmm. the, in the manga, it's, I don't know if it's implied they say it in unison, but they say it at exactly the same time in the anime. And it's very, very charming. Yeah. It was very sweet. After school, they say goodbye to each other, and Hana wonders if they'll say good morning to her as well, which they do the next day when Toru runs into her. Hana blushes, and she's quiet, and Uo's like, did you confess your love? <laughs> <laughs> we Next, we see them in PE. We see scenes of them meeting, uh, or I guess Hana meeting Kyoko, hanging out at school, walking in the sunset, and we see their three shadows together, which is, as we saw in the manga, kind of like a theme that's carried th- through. It's part of um, Hana's, like the resolution of her feelings at the end of this. Not to skip ahead a little bit, but... The next day at school, we see that it's raining, and all the school scenes are dark. So this is, like... I'm not going to say that it's altered, because it's really hard to tell. Like, often things are not... It's not like things can always be darkened that much in the manga. Like, it's not like Takai's going to draw it, like, raining... I don't know. It's not... It doesn't seem to be raining in the manga, There's, like, solid black panels in the manga. (laughs) It's nighttime. It's really dark. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it can't be darkened that much. In this case, I don't know if it was, like, added or if it's just kind of, like, implied. It certainly looks cloudy in the background in the manga. But anyway, whatever. It's raining, so obviously it's going to be sad. (laughs) In the classroom. (laughs) Did you like my joke? Um, (laughs) In the classroom. Hana plays with Toru's hair, which I forgot to mention in the manga is really adorable because she does that in the high school, too. Yeah. Like, there's a couple scenes of her playing with her hair. Yeah. She's, like, braiding it, and in one scene, she's, like, curling it with, like, an actual curling iron. Curling iron. She's, <laughs> she's cool. It's, like, just bro. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. But in this case, she's just playing with her hair. Like, maybe for the first time. I don't know. It's very, very yeah. sweet. And, and Uo sits off to the side. Another girl asks her. She says that she has a friend who goes to Hana's old school, and she asks about her dempa. The classroom gets, like, we see that dark effect starting again as Hana gets anxious about her dempa being able to control it, and the girl's head suddenly hurts and she falls to the floor. Um, Toru looks back at Uo, and Hana runs away. Toru eventually goes and finds her at the top of the stairs, and Hana tells her to stay away. She says that her she has powers that are real, and she looks terrified. A sin that would never fade, a stain that would never fade. Hana thinks, in addition to some other things in her dialogue. So we have a lot of the same dialogue that's in the manga. Toru reaches up and touches Hana's hands. Please don't distance yourself, Toru says. 
Hana-chan, I love you, she says, and she fully, like, interlaces her fingers with Hana's. Tears well in Hana's eyes, and she worries about hurting Toru. She worries that, she thinks that she might not deserve to know her. Uo arrives at the time and says, you decide, don't go assuming things. Do you want to distance yourself? That's all I want to know. Hana remembers their three shadows walking together, and how she cries and says that she wants to be with Toru. She clasps her hands as well. Like, she, so Toru kind of, like, she puts, she holds up her hand to hers, then she interlaces her fingers, and then Hana claps her hands in this scene. So, like, she's fully completing that motion, and they rest their heads together. The sun comes out, and we hear Megumi's prayer again. Uo smiles, and Toru and Hana cry. <laughs> we cut to a little bit later in the future, and Hana is able to control her powers a little, so, like... Um, she's at home with her family and Uo and Toru were there and Toru was super excited and Uo was like, I don't get it, but I'm happy or whatever. <laughs> like they have this yeah. little, she and Megumi, she's like, what happened? And Megumi's like, basically she can control it. And she's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we also cut to later in the park with Megumi. So this is slightly different. Like the setting is a little bit different. It's hard mm-hmm. to tell where this part of the manga chapter is set. Yeah. But, but this is clearly the park from the beginning. Clearly the same park from the beginning. Yes. And also, the, I think, like, the same park from the middle part? I don't know. But it's they're set mm-hmm. in a park. Some people pass by, and she hears them talk, but she doesn't hear them think. So I think I actually mm-hmm. think you're right. It is the same park from the beginning where Hana's a little, little kid. Yeah. So it's like she's back in the same place, and she's able to control her power yeah. so that she's not overwhelmed by other people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. We have the same Kyoko wisdom drop from before, saying that no matter what situation people are in, they whether they're loved by their families... They still need to be accepted by other people, and they constantly want to be accepted by other people. Mm-hmm. We see Hana, Toru, Uo, and Megumi walking in the park together. We see like their four shadows together, which is a similar throwback to like the end scene at the end of the manga chapter. And that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> um, we cut to credits, yeah. and then of course the next episode is called "You Look Well." Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. That was the lightning summary. I don't think we've ever done something yeah. like that. <laughs> Anyone else come out of that episode shipping uh, Toru and Hana? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, the last scene. I was like, gay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but it was like, really sweet. You. Yeah. I love you, Hana. And Hana's like, I love you, or whatever. Like, I don't yeah. know. Either. It's very sweet, but it's, it's very intense. I think it was like more intense than the longer version. <laughs> I think so. Think about it. There's a lot of... <laughs> The adaptation is very intense, and it's, like, because they set it in, like, the rain. Oh, also mm-hmm. in that scene, the sun comes out at the end. So, yeah. like, the light, the light really shifts dramatically. You see, like, this repeated imagery of their shadows in the same places. So, like, in the park and then back at the park again at the end, which was kind of in the manga, but I think it's set mm-hmm. up a little bit differently in the same in this episode. Yeah. But, yeah, they're very, um, yeah, there's way more implied to their relationship here. <laughs> yeah, it's very, like, dramatic resolution of a romantic movie in mm-hmm. that scene <laughs> mm-hmm. except Uo is also there yeah Uo's like you decide how you she want to the end. she's like I'm gonna let this this scene play out and, and then I'll step in <laughs> baby Toro is so sweet mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the manga to see if it's kind of the same <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I guess it's just yeah. not dramatic because it's it's the same sequence of events I think it's just the like you know like the music and the lighting and stuff yeah the, act, the voice acting is yeah yeah it's it's different It's it puts a different spin on it a little bit or a different like mm-hmm. edge it's more intense for sure. Yeah. It's a direct, I feel like this is the most direct adaptation that we've seen so far from mm-hmm. the, from the series, other than maybe in like episodes one to three, the one that we kind of like skipped doing yeah. anime breaks about. Um, like since yeah, the it's... time that we started doing separate episodes, I feel like this is the most direct one. 
Yeah, it's very, like, it's all just from this chapter. I don't think it pulled anything from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And, like, it even catches, it catches, like, little, all the, like, little scenes and everything, too. Like, Yeah, they have all these different scenes that are animated of them in school. Mm-hmm. Like, them in gym class and, like, things that are just little stills, like, one-off stills. They put a lot of time for to, like, showing their development and their relationship in school. Yeah. Like, it did make sense. This did feel like a longer chapter longer chapter when I was reading it. I was like, this is all one chapter mm-hmm. at one point, but... Yeah, so. I, I felt like that when I was writing notes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it feels so it makes quite sense long. That, would, that, that would stretch to fill one whole episode nicely. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a fast-paced episode, too, because I was writing notes and I just watched it very quickly, and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, now they're here, now they're here, now they're, like, it's cutting the credits, okay, like, now they're at school and also everything's happening. It helped that I just read it, but, like, yeah. if you hadn't, it... I'm not going to say it's hard to follow, but a lot of like the explicit transitions are cut so she's not like they're like we're moving and then she's like in a new middle school she's never hana's never mm-hmm. like i started a new middle school today like yeah like you can tell their uniform is different and you can tell like she's in a different location or whatever she talks to the teacher and the teacher introduces her like we kind of mm-hmm. see that but they also cut some of the scenes of her being bullied as a child not that there weren't enough but like <laughs> yeah the um like we have the most important one where she like attacks the boy she feels like she attacks the boy i still don't know mm-hmm. that. it's strongly implied that she did it but yeah we'll never know if it was mm-hmm. a big accident or not yeah so there's a lot of like we get really pushed through this very quickly like i do think conceptually it should be one episode unless you break it out over two like they kind of did with uo's backstory where it was like mm-hmm. two chapters but it was sort of broken over like one and a half no it was three chapters yeah, because the was beginning like, is the one where they buy the bathing suit, and then it's two. Yes, yeah, it's like yeah. two and a half chapters. It's, yeah, so they she only like of... barely started her backstory in the bathing suit chapter, but exactly. So then they kind of broke it over like one and a half chapters per episode. Yeah, which you could maybe have done with this, if, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's kind of like when you watch. It reminded me of when you watch like uh, <laughs> the later like Harry Potter movies, where it's just like yes. Yeah. Thing after, thing after thing after thing after thing happens, and if you don't know what's happening, you might be like, "What? Where are they? Like, yeah. what is? Why are they flushing themselves down toilets? Like, you know what I mean?" <laughs> it's it's quite fast paced for, I felt. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you never watched the manga, maybe it would feel. Or if you never read the manga, I guess it might feel a bit fast paced. I don't know. But they got all the essential things in there. I'm sure there are some, like, things that probably people would point out are probably, like, minor differences, but I didn't feel like there was anything overall that was, like, a huge, significant mm-hmm. difference, even in the dialogues we sometimes point out. Yeah. The dialogue in these chapters, I felt like, was pretty clear, and it was pretty clearly adapted to the anime and the subtitles, I think. And, uh, I was just gonna say, I watched the dub this week. I haven't had the chance to for the last several episodes, but I did this time, and, uh, oh, it's nice. still, it's still good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I didn't. I just like quickly mm-hmm. watched the sub, but yeah, I didn't notice any. The sub was good. I was watching while I was doing something else when I changed the dub, but I didn't notice any uh, significant differences. But uh, yeah, still really good. Oh, the, <laughs> I guess like a not like a minor addition, but she's when she's sweeping and the kids are like being sassy at recess. She's like sweeping a little like a bunny enclosure for their like, mm-hmm. pet bunnies or something. Yeah, at school, which I thought was sweet. Yeah, I actually looked at. It, I was like, oh, that's neat. So but she... I actually looked back and she's in like a like a hen house or hen hutch or something in the manga so i guess they just changed it to bunnies (laughs) maybe they don't keep birds in school maybe they like they keep bunnies now or something i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. We never kept animals. I didn't even notice it was like. I remember we had some bunnies when I was in like first grade. Like we had like a rabbit hutch in the little Mm -hmm. garden area that we would quote unquote help take care of, but we were like you know six. So (laughs) yeah, we're like let's look at the bunnies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we had. We didn't definitely didn't have any outdoor pets. In middle school, we had the starlings. One of our teachers had starlings that we got to take care of. So we got to feed all the baby starlings once they were old enough to be kept outside. Cute. Yeah, he did the annoying part where uh, mm-hmm. you had to feed them every like two hours or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but then we had to sign up for shifts to go and feed them. So you had to mix up gross like bird food with water and feed them. So, <laughs> yeah. I love, um, so like we talked to the, of course in the manga chapter about Megumi like I love Megumi in, these, in this episode as well mm-hmm. like he's so supportive of Hana it's nice to see like just to sum up for people who didn't listen to the manga episode or whatever like we got to see Hana's backstory and we got to see a lot of her family actually being supportive as opposed to what we normally see in this series unfortunately yeah. where it's like the um, kids who have like these I don't know something that makes them different than everybody else um, and the way that they're just, like, disregarded or, or they don't have a relationship with their parents at all or their parents hate them or something or completely abandon them. We have, mm-hmm. in contrast to that, we have a really nice and supportive family. But the interesting kind of, like, note that we get added onto that is that sometimes that's not enough. Like, that's not enough support. People are always trying to be accepted by social groups where, other social groups where they want to belong, right? Like, mm-hmm. You know, in Hannah's case, she wants to be in a friend group with her peers, right? Yeah. And she's just decided that that's never going to happen for her. She's like, this is a prayer that's never going to be answered. Like, mm-hmm. this is a... And that the the guilt of hurting the child in her elementary school years is going to be a sin that she can never atone for. Like, there's no... The police are never going to be able to punish her or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that we didn't talk about in the, in the manga that we should talk about now, now that I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. is that a theme in, that comes up in Furuba a lot is that people can be forgiven for things that they've done. And Hana acts like she can never be forgiven, that no one's ever going to accept her, that Mm -hmm. she's going to have to bear this responsibility forever. And then we have someone like Toru come along, or Hana, who's just like... Or Toru or Uo come along, who are just like... um, You know, like... Toru is like, maybe being associated with me isn't that great after all. And Mm -hmm. Uo is like, yeah, you're probably like way worse off knowing me than just like us knowing you. Like, (laughs) um, And that they don't, you know... Like, like her family, they, they don't expect her to, they don't have this, like, um, negative opinion of her powers or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we can actually see, we've seen earlier that Toru is like, oh, I never understand Hana's way of report, but, like, I wish I had powers like her or something. Mm-hmm. Or she's kind of, like, not envious, I guess, but she sees them as, as positive. Yeah. Um, whereas we're getting, like, the opposite opinion here from everybody else in this part of the story. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's safe to say forgiveness and is a big theme in the series and will continue mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think the other interesting thing that I've brought up before that we can talk about again with Hana is that she's the one of the only other characters who's like not a Soma that has any kind of like, I don't know, ability that's beyond what normal people have, right? Yeah. And it's interesting that she sees it as a curse. Mm-hmm. She sees, She felt like she's cursed. To never be able to be close to other people or whatever. Something that she can't control. Something mm-hmm. about her that she can't control, just like the Somas can't control their transforming into animals or whatever. I think it's funny that, like, uh, didn't mention this in the manga, but, like, how Megumi, mm-hmm. like, when he's first introduced, he says he can curse people. 
but mm-hmm. these this episode slash chapter kind of implies that that's just something he like read about when they were trying to <laughs> maybe like, figure out Hana's <laughs> stuff going on. Pretty sure the book that he's holding the manga says something about curses. We definitely didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, in the anime, it definitely says like ninety nine ways to curse people or something. Well, maybe that's what but, it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> same thing in the manga, but I don't remember. It's definitely about curses. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, mm-hmm. That's possible. I don't yeah. know. They speculate that he might have powers, too. Like, the family speculates that he might have powers. Yeah. And, um, but then the dad's just like, no, I think he's just like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's also true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's possible. It's mm. possible that he learned it. Hana's like, you're going to get in trouble reading those books. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I like how he wears black in solidarity with, with Hana. Yeah. Um, it's very sweet. He, he's a good boy. Yeah, he's a good boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, I can't sing enough praise about Mikumi. <laughs> except for his lascivious behavior. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to the world for Mikumi's lasciviousness. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I don't have any other things to say that aren't spoilery. No. Okay. Uh, shall we do a little break and then a little spoiler section, probably, based on the amount of content we've had so far for this episode? It's probably going to be the shortest episode we've ever had. <laughs> I would guess. We're going to have to have a digression to fill it with content. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's like, let me spin this wheel of animals to decide what we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This will be animal break, always. Um Yes, you can find us at citytogetherpodcast.com, citytogetherpodcast on Tumblr, stay together pod on Twitter. You can you listen to us on every kind of app store. <laughs> yeah, you can tell your Girl Scout troop about us or whatever we said before. Tell your dentist. Yeah. They like manga podcasts, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend Why who, not? <laughs> uh, who cosplays, and then she said that her um, she wanted to do like a side shave for like wigs, because she has like poofy hair. <laughs> um and her hairstylist was like, no. Nah. And then she was like, oh, one of her cosplay and her hairstylist was like, okay. Because her hairstylist also is <laughs> into uh, anime and manga or whatever. So <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, lucky you. You found the right person. <laughs> so yeah, tell your hairstylist that's also into anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If you're So if you're not sticking around for spoilers, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for more content, most likely. <laughs> I would guess. Unless <laughs> the world ends. Yeah, that's true. Or, like, I don't know, one of us breaks a leg or something that might, you know, like delay the episode. Way that I, I can't move. I can't <laughs> drag myself over to my microphone to record. <laughs> if I lose my voice again, that might be a problem. Yeah. That's really the only thing that stopped us from recording before. So, <laughs> technically, our last delay was not a... It wasn't a body technical difficulty. It was just a technical technical difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you never know. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. back to talk about spoilers we didn't even have any digressions in that episode mm-hmm. in this episode so far we should talk about something random it's too quick there's enough time to yeah. digress i talked really fast we <laughs> kept it we kept it very tight because mm-hmm. it's exactly the same but that's like i mean that in a good way i mean yeah. that in the best possible way yeah it's a good adaptation it was very touching yes. yeah it was good i liked it yeah when you see the, the all the violent poor hana getting um like just violently bullied by yes. all these children. It's very touching. Yes. Yeah, it's, cause it's like the violence was more intense, but the love was more intense. Yes. Yeah, you ship it now? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm ship hearing. All of it. <laughs>
I think it's easy to ship everything with Furupa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you actually have spoiler things to say? Let me think. Um, I have one spoiler thing to say, and that's just regarding the preview for the next episode, which is, it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so does that mean we're getting three true form episodes? This I feel is like... the most important spoiler thing that happened, so we should talk about it first, but yeah. I feel like they might end on that, like end on Cosmo showing up. Oh yeah, I think, so technically something that hasn't been animated yet is the like soup scene. Everyone's yeah. talking about the soup, which I understand. It's a great scene mm-hmm. um, of like Toru getting taken care of. So yeah, it, he might, it might be that he shows up at the very end and then yeah, we have cliffhanger and then we have that's two. That's my theory, yeah. I agree with you. That was my theory. I forgot about mm-hmm. it until you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think we'll have, like, the have like cute, whole, yeah, cute, you know, domestic sweet stuff and then drama. A sick day chapter, as we said yes. before. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then so much drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then who knows? We'll see what happens after that. It'll a be mystery. the end of the season. Yeah, a mystery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fairies do exist. <laughs> oh, wait, this is an anime spoiler. I, mean, I don't know if that matters, but I think I've already stated before that I think that I interpret anime spoilers as being manga spoilers because <laughs> what else would you be spoiling? Yeah, well, it's all, I think it's just all spoilers. Yeah, basically. It's a free-for-all. It's yeah. like, also, by the way, Dumbledore's gay. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> also, Snape killed Dumbledore. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't spoil me. <laughs> and it was his sled. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore was the name of the sled. Yes. <laughs> Peter Pettigrew was the sled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Instead of turning into a rat, he just turned into a sled that was like in Ron Weasley's closet the whole time. <laughs> it's like, like stacked up against works. like the rollerblades and the yeah. tennis rackets and all the other yeah. abandoned sporting equipment that yeah, broken accommodate. Space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Especially like Ron in Ron's family it would have been like broken and repaired like several times things because yeah. he was the youngest. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> That was the diversion that we needed to extend this yes. episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll be writing this uh, AU fanfic <laughs> shortly. Peter Pettigrew. Alternate theory, Peter Pettigrew was a sled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, this episode doesn't have a lot of spoilers. We talked. I asked you, we talked, I think, before. I was like, does Megumi come back? And I, I, we don't know, mm-hmm. I think. Basically, it's the summary. Yeah. I already forgot how much he was involved in these chapters. Like, I knew that he was in this one, in this that's covered in this episode, but didn't remember much else about his involvement. So I still don't. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a backstory. So like, it, what was spoiled was the future. What <laughs> is what's happening now? Yeah. So I guess. I mean, it's it's interesting because when like we spoiler talk about alert, this, they're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> and they always will be, according to this. Kyoko <laughs> said it, so it must be true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess the spoiler, one of the spoiler things we talked about is, like, of course, like, Kyoko's wisdom drop. She says that it's, like, a bond. They have a bond now that, um, you know, it's going to last forever or whatever, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, like, what's alluded... I mean, I think, like, the comparisons being drawn between this and what we've seen so far in other parts of the series is that this is the type of, like, healthy bond that right now for the Somas, the curse is trying to, like... Not the curse is trying to be, but... I mean, Akito is maybe trying to forge, or the curse is a is a strong part of creating this bond between Akito and the Junishi. So, this is like a kind of like healthy, supportive bond or something. Like, I think that that's kind mm-hmm. of like the thing that's the setup here. 
especially because we saw how like the feathers we have our whole the feather theory that you've created <laughs> and that was alluded to in the manga and i think that kind of ties this th idea to what's going to happen with the somas so mm -hmm. we have the idea of a bond being good or a bond going sour that comes later i think mm, i think that that's like probably one of the only things that's alluded to that's a spoiler mm -hmm. uh, i mean technically she met kyoko and of course i don't know i mean we know what happens to kyoko later yeah um, spoiler alert she's dead yeah yeah basically <laughs> Shh, it's too sad <laughs> Um, I thought it was interesting they have a little a little brief well of course like Hana I don't know so I guess Toru wasn't there in that scene where Kyoko gave her that wisdom drop so we had more information that was coming from Kyoko and not just from not from Toru not from Kyoko Kyoko via Toru like we normally mm -hmm. see the Hana's story parallels Uo's a little bit like they have a very similar trajectory in that mm -hmm. they met Toru and then they have this sort of like separate relationship with Kyoko, it's briefly alluded to here. Yeah. Not as much as with Uo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd forgotten that they have that little scene where, I mean, I remembered obviously in the manga, but yeah, that they had that little scene with uh, Kyoko and Hana just by themselves, which yeah, makes sense like since they, you know, Uo obviously had like a special relationship with Kyoko, but both Uo and Hana talk about like missing Kyoko and her being important to them, so it makes sense that she had some had something of relationship with Hana also. Yeah, of course. I mean, I assume that there's just like not enough room to give that a special character yeah. to or something. But, but yeah. um, it seems like they all, both of them had a separate relationship, kind of like a special relationship with Kyoko as well. And it's shown in both of their backstories. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm out of spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a good adaptation. I think it's also going to, the other thing that I think is going to happen is like some of the... Not necessarily the visual treatments, I think that's all kind of par for the course, but some of the, the sound, like the music that's being added, I think, I, I don't remember if it's been used in other places, it might have been, but there was a lot of like darker kind of sound that was mm -hmm. added to these to this episode, so that may come back again. I feel like it's building a little bit on the little bit on the visuals and the sound that's used yeah. in this uh, I know that like, adaptation. that sad music has been used before. Yeah. Which one? There were several. There's so many. Yeah. I can't remember exactly which scene, but there's one I was like, oh, it's that music again. There's like a sad piano one, which I don't mm -hmm. recall hearing, and there was a sad like string orchestral sort. <laughs> I mean, they're all like synthesized, but like a kind yeah. of orchestral sounding one that I think might have been used before, but mm -hmm. I could be wrong. And then, of course, like I think the other interesting thing about this anime in general is that they use silence really well, like no background music really well. So the mm -hmm. only times that are when things are really sad, it's quiet. It'd be really interesting to see like um, how the the next like three the last three episodes kind of play out in terms of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I remember really clearly in the original anime that the sound effects that are used in the true form story is like ninety percent of it is just like rain sound, so it sounds yeah. really 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 starkly different than uh, the rest of the series, which has a lot of like kind of like. <laughs> marchy like music i don't know how to describe it It has a lot of like mm -hmm. really peppy music um, yeah but yeah of course the two form the two form episodes have very little sound and most of it is like trying to be like natural environmental sound so we'll see how that gets played out here i think i'm excited mm -hmm. okay well i don't know do you have any other spoilers <laughs> <laughs> no that's it okay good i've pulled every single one that i could possibly think of <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I think I already listed all the places in this episode where you can find us, but you know the best place to find us is, is Tumblr. You can send us emails and junk. <laughs> um, yeah, all I wanted to say was thank you all for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.